Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker audio journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down. I'm Mike Ricksecker, author and ghost historian. With me is Shauna, our lovely chat shenanigator from Edge of the Rabbit Hole. This is your Edge of the Rabbit Hole after hour show, otherwise known as Inside the Upside Down. Tonight we're going to be talking about EVP, spirit communications, voices from the dead, and other things that we capture on audio when we are investigating the paranormal. So, one of the things that I forgot at the end of the last show was to let you guys know into make the, I guess, little announcement or whatever you want to call it, that Rob Guttrow, our guest from Edge of the Rabbit Hole tonight, is actually going to be at our Haunted Road Media Paracon on June 9th. So he'll be speaking about Pets in the Afterlife, which is kind of a big thing that he talks about. He has two books, Pets in the Afterlife and Pests in the Afterlife 2. A lot of people are very interested in that, uh, but all of his books will be available there with him, and he will be speaking at our Paracon June 9th. So be sure to be there, Alton, Illinois, Mineral Springs, Mall, we all will be. <laughs> all right. And they're saying, yeah, they heard you say yeah earlier. So fantastic. <laughs> all right. Here we go. So EVPs. Now, what was kind of interesting was when we put out the promo material and the banners and all that for this show tonight, got a message from Dennis Eslock. Dennis Eslock uh, does investigations out in Virginia. He's good friends with... Uh, with Gwen Clapper, BPI, that whole crew out there is good friends with Vanessa, our uh, host from hostess from Edge of the Rabbit Hole. So he asked us if we could play a EVP for him to get the opinions of others uh, about what this is. And it's really kind of an interesting clip. A little bit of setup for this show. Shauna and I actually will not be able to hear the EVPs that we were playing tonight. We know what they are because we've heard them many times before, uh, except this this particular one we've each heard for the first time uh, today so i know what i thought of it and so i'll be interested to get shauna's opinion but let me go ahead and play it for you here we go so i think this is just going to give you a black screen when i do this so we'll see and I don't see it as actually playing the MP3. Okay. Well, let's try this again. So, media source. I added the MP3. I don't know why it's not playing. Well, um, I guess we're not going to be able to do Dennis's clip because for some, for some reason the I mean it's the same thing I do for every piece of audio and it's just not playing. So, all right. Well, Dennis, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not playing for whatever weird reason. Um, it's Frontier's fault. It's we'll blame it on Frontier. We'll blame it on Frontier. I'm, I'm sorry. Basically, what it was was um, they were they were taking a 
they were taking a Bible from the, their one location and moving it to another. They were trying to get the attention of a, a reverend that haunts there. And when they were about to leave, and as they walked out, there was all this singing going on in the background. So, uh, very interesting EVP. Tom McNicholas is saying that we're haunted tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Something crazy is going on. Uh, Heather Atkinson, when it rains, it pours. Yep. I know these other ones work. So, we'll get into these. So, let's get into Beardstown. That's kind of our most recent one. We'll get into your Creeper. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll start right with that. Here we so go. So I want to go back, you know? Oh, yeah, I know. I want to go back now because of that. And see if it was, you know, are you laughing at me or are you just laughing? Right. You know? All right. Let's, so. let's play the clip real quick. If there's somebody human in here, you don't have permission, so you need to get lost. All right. So that was the deep laugh. Uh, we'll play it a second time so you guys can hear it. So um, it's, it's creeperish. If there's somebody human in here, you don't have permission, so you need to get lost. Yeah, like uh, B3 Airspace saying, low creeper laugh. <laughs> so. Yeah, it sounded like, you know, your typical you know, like commercial haunted house or scary movie laugh, you know, like if I would have heard that out loud, I would have 99% of me would have assumed that someone had gotten in the building, knew who we were, that we were there and were like just messing with us. Yeah. You know, because when do you usually hear a laugh like that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was very, Oh, 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 I have to put up Periscope. And, but right before that, um, you know, we had just heard somebody moving around and yeah. there was, and where we were at, there was, a, there was a lot of energy in that area of the room more than any other area. So, yeah, it seemed like right between, right between the stage and that first row, there definitely seemed to be a lot going on there because you got poked a couple of times too. Yeah. And then. I mean, there were, there was a lot of energy there at you know some at some points rather than other points. Well, you know, in the video there, you know, it, it kind of felt like someone took like a vibrating something <laughs> and just stuck it, you know, on the back of my head. Um, I mean, it was really a really strong vibe, <laughs> you know. Um, and I mean, I had to kind of like shake it off you know for a minute because it was definitely lingering uh but then it went away so yeah that was that one where you kind of um you almost like laughed and there was a creak on the stage and then all of a sudden you're like <laughs> like that <laughs> and so um tom mcnicholas with a ten dollar super chats he says so mike can get some more technical skills <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Appreciate that. So, yeah, they're all wondering if I brought something home from the uh, seminary, if that's messing with the equipment. So, I, I think I'm it's. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, the audio back from that, that will be interesting. Haven't had time to go through it yet. Um, just ha have had a lot going on. Of course, I'm going to be traveling here tomorrow, and you can already see the bags under the eyes. Uh, I spent. Last night I was recording Friday Night Ghost Fright, so here it is, guys. This, <laughs> I, was, 
set up to record Friday night. Ghost Wright sat down, went through the whole thing, and then realized I forgot to hit the record button. That's the kind of week it has started out to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, that is our creeper laugh. Now, that same investigation as we were, we had wrapped up. We had already did the sign-off on the video and, and all of that. And I was turning to you to ask you about uh, texting the uh, the caretaker or the, one of the people that works there or whatever to come back and you know lock up after we left. And we got this weird slurping sound, which I don't even know what you want to call this. Did you text her? How? <laughs> I'll play it again. <laughs> Did you text her? How? So, yeah, what is that? <laughs> Just, I mean, Shana, any idea? Uh, maybe it's the same thing that's doing the creepy laugh. Could be the same thing as doing the creepy I, laugh, yeah. Because that was a pretty loud noise. That and the, the constant tapping noise on yeah. the camera. It's another one. Yeah, that was another one where... It was the IR camera, and we really just had it set up, capturing the back of our heads in the stage area, and we're just sitting down there trying to do a ghost watch, which was near impossible because of how much external noise there was, and you just heard like this constant tapping on the camera for, for quite a while. It was a couple minutes, yeah. Totally unexplainable. And then when you said you thought you felt something off to the left, that's when it stopped. Right. So uh, B3 Aerospace is saying vaping is that loud. <laughs> we have, <laughs> I don't know if vaping's been around long enough for somebody to be a ghost and haunt by vaping. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At least the ghost there. Because that building the um the theater the opera house dates to the what was it 1873 i want to say was when it was built and it also dates earlier than that because there used to be a hotel on that spot and they used a lot of the bricks from the hotel to build the opera house so you may also have some haunts there some spirits there from the old hotel. So we don't know yet with this location if this is what we're witnessing. Are we witnessing something to do with the opera house, something to do with the hotel, or even things after the opera house? Because they stopped using it for performances in the late 1890s, I want to see 1898, 99, something like that. So for over 100 years, it's been other stuff. You know, so you never know. But it sounds like you want to go back. Um, I want to see if we can get that same, that same laugh. I mean, I really, you know, I've heard a great many things. I have heard everything from one end of the rainbow to the other with the EVPs, but, um, and I've heard some creepy stuff before, but I've never had that. Yeah, that was really different. So we'll have to set it back up. 
So, Donna from from Tom. Thank you for shenanigating the chat, Donna. Do you have the EVPs from the Fountain at Mineral Springs? Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> so, and I think I forgot to mention at the very beginning of, well, when you guys could actually finally hear me, <laughs> that this episode is actually a request from Tom McNicholas as being a deep down the rabbit hole uh, Patreon patron. One of their perks is to be able to request topics for the shows. So, uh, the EVP episode was at his request a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I already had in the works the episode that we did last week on the photography. So this seemed to go you know, great piggyback from the photography to EVPs. Definitely. So we'll go ahead and get into that then since Tom's asking. Okay, let's get out the uh, Mineral Springs EVPs. It's a little bit of a longer clip. Here we go. So we know you're here. Thanks for talking to us. I just heard that again. You're, you're welcome, like kind of thing. It's very much like a ghost box. It's interesting. That is so. Yeah. Can you tell me something else, please? I just heard a voice. Mm -hmm. Please tell me something about you. What? Yeah, anything? Anything? We can hear you. Where are you from? Where are you from? Why are you here? You don't know? I just heard something over there. Yeah, I heard. Yep. You got to tap or something down in there. Yeah, in there. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? 30? I thought I heard 33. 33? Yeah. Okay. okay, so yeah, a little bit of a longer clip. Those of you who have seen our Voices of Mineral Springs video uh, probably recall that. And, you know, that was, you know, this actually gets into the methodology of capturing EVPs, which is something I did want to get into, not just, you know, here's us playing back EVPs, but also different methods in recording EVPs, and this one was a method that our friend uh, Lee Ehrlich was showing us. And Lee is a his big thing is diving. He's always been around the water. He dives down into underwater wrecks. He does deep sea salvaging, um, even you know regular you know like rescue work, like somebody drives their you know car into the water. He helps with that sort of thing. But he has experienced paranormal activity down in old shipwrecks, and so this is one of the methods that he's used to be able to get EVPs off the water. So Andrew Cox with the $10 super chat says frontier internet. You are fired by Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. So Shauna, I know when we did this and I actually clipped this segment out that I'm about to describe because it just would have made the whole thing really long. You were hearing these things so clearly with your own ears. And even I was too, that you actually walked down there to you're like, there's gotta be somebody down there. So, <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, it was just, when I think of all of the years that I've spent doing this, that I'd never thought to use water, and I've never used water, um, you know, even on the boat, 
whenever it was opened up, sometimes on the nights, whenever there were storms or on the nights when it was uh, windy and the waves, you could hear them, you know, hear the river a little better. Um, it was more active on those nights. And I never really, I never really thought about it until after using the water method at Mineral Springs. And that made me think of all the other times that I've ever been near water, you know, but I never thought to use it you know, to open up yeah. and actually use it as that. So I was sure someone was in the building. Like there was something from outside or there was something, um, like maybe the volume got turned up on that, you know, TV or there was someone just there, you know, just messing with us, you know, because the answers were so clear. It was like someone was just standing there just throwing out answers and I've never really had it happen like that before it was just rapid fire just one right after the other I mean they literally answered every question we threw out there oh yeah I mean you could hear it clear as a bell with our own ears and I thought that was the amazing thing and thank you down there Periscope for the uh, for the hearts and for inviting followers and all that I really do appreciate it Uh, but it wasn't like just one of us was hearing it we were all hearing hearing it it. yeah Yeah. you know it was Really, it was like a disembodied voice, you know, more than an EVP. Yes, it's a, okay, you could say, quote, unquote, water-based EVP that we're capturing. We got it onto our audio recorders, but we were hearing it with our own ears. Like, you could hear with uh, Lee and I, you know, how asking how old you are. Um, he heard 30, he heard the first part. I heard 33, which was the whole, uh, the whole number. So we're both hearing the same thing, you know? So, um, yes, definitely thanks for the hearts down there. Uh, you know, and, you know, where are you from? St. Louis. I mean, yeah, you're, you guys are hearing that on the, yeah, the playback, which we would call an EVP because it's an audio recording, but we were hearing that with our own ears, you know, or. And we were affirming it, you know, saying yeah. it out loud, you know, so you could tell. And then I was like, there is no way in the world, you know, that it is that easy. I mean, when does this ever happen? You know, now I've heard answers to questions out loud before but it's so random and usually it's just one you know and in the amount of years that i've been doing this i can count it on one hand that i've actually heard it out loud where someone else has heard it too yeah you know yeah there were so. several instances of that you know where you know, we're just confirming back with the audio clip that yes those are things that we actually heard with our own ears and um, I know that I wasn't there for the first Vandalia investigation, but I guess Lee had set up in the back room using the sink, a similar yeah. sort of thing. So you want to describe that a little bit, how he did that? Yeah. And, you know, we were we were all hearing, you know, stuff. And literally, we're talking like a five-minute, maybe less, you know, burst EVP session. You know, and then he had his laptop there, and so he was able to load up what we just did in the computer and, you know, hit play, and, I mean, there was just, you know, answers to everything we threw out there, so, you know, I was like, there is no way, you know, I didn't, it just, I would have never thought of it, so, um, you know, but yeah, in in Vandalia, I would love to have some source of water, you know, on every floor, well, I'll have to bring uh, that little uh, that little fountain if we can get a power source up there. Yeah, because you know it's it's that easy. I mean, Lee's been, <laughs> you know, I'm 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 glad that he glad that he was there. Yeah. You know, because so, 
Thanks to Tom for the uh, super heart down there in Periscope. Really appreciate that. So, um, okay. So Susan McFadden asks, do you plan to use grid lights or motion detectors on your expeditions? Uh, we do. Uh, we do have the uh, the grid lights. Uh, occasionally we use it. You don't see them a lot in video that uh, we actually put out there just because you end up only seeing, you know, like a whole, you know, massive green grid and really nothing else, you know, green grid on black background. So we'll show a couple clips of it. I don't really get a lot with it. So when we use it on an investigation, I'll show a couple clips of it on the video and that's about it. Although we will have used it for a longer period of time. And the motion detector, um, the investigation that was the last month at Ohio State Reformatory, I've been using the motion detectors, but that one getting some interesting uh, interactions with it. One that was missed by the live stream because of the crappy connection that it was, it was great because it went from the K2 that was set up there to the motion detector and basically the feed cut out after the K2 and you guys didn't see the motion detector kick off. So it was kind of interesting. So, but this particular episode is on EVP, so that's what we're featuring tonight are our different EVPs. And there's uh, Sean Gilmore in the chat. Dripping water can make sounds, so you think that they're um, hearing something that isn't really there. It's actually what it is when you have the uh, like the fountain going in between the lup, 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 lup. That's when you hear the voices. And so those water-based EVPs that we were playing, that's where we were catching them, where we were getting the St. Louis and the 33 and I don't know, and, and that sort of thing is where we're showing up. So... All right, where shall we go next with the next EVP? You want to talk about uh, the Goldenrod a little bit? Sure. All right, so this one is Shauna's. It's me interviewing her when I first met Shauna. But in a couple of the videos, she's describing an EVP that she had captured, and so I interspersed that within the interview that I was uh, having with her. So here we go, Goldenrod. I have an audio of uh, Captain Nicky saying my name. It was also the side that I was going on whenever I said that I missed him and he said it back. It's Shauna, Captain Minky, I've missed you. It's Shauna, Captain Minky, I've missed you. All right. So that was the miss you clip. Want to talk about that a little bit? Um, I wasn't expecting that one. Um, you know, anytime I would go down into the showroom, you know, I could always feel um, his energy in there. Uh, we literally uh, were going to be investigating the cafe that night, and we basically just made a pit stop just to check in on the boat and see how everything was going. Um, and just do a walkthrough and make sure everything was locked up. And um, I was alone whenever I went down into the showroom. And it was basically just to say hello to Captain Mankey. And I hadn't been in there for a little bit, you know. So I, um, whenever you start spending a lot of time, you know, somewhere and interacting with the same spirits, you kind of develop a little bit of a bond, you know. So I had missed his energy. And so I said that out loud. And then... Um, 
that I didn't hear anything out loud. You know, then we went to the cafe. I almost got rid of that audio because I was like, it was like five minutes. Surely there was nothing in that five minute clip. Never you know. know. <clears throat> yeah. And so I was like, well, let's just listen to it. So we're in the cafe, me and uh, my friend Rita and uh, Jake Medford. And we were sitting around, uh, sitting at the table in the dining area, had candles lit. And I just set the recorder up and hit play. And we were just kind of listening. And then. Uh, that came on and we all just kind of, you know, sat forward, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, did we all just hear what I think we heard, you know, and I was like, I'm not going to say what I thought I heard, but what do you guys think you heard? And so, um, you know, and I still, I will never part with that EVP. Ever. No, no. So. I have Captain Minky right there saying that he misses you. So. Well, and then the thing is, is that. And it's I, clear. Yeah, the boat's historian, um, Barbara, um, she didn't visit too often, but, you know, she, we saw her a handful of times, or at least I did. The next time I saw her, uh, I told her that I had something for her that I wanted her to listen to. And um, now, mind you, I had never met Captain Minky before. You know, um, I've never seen the man face to face. I've never talked to him. I've never, nothing. I've, I've never heard his voice, so right. I couldn't I didn't have anything to compare it to. You know, I was speaking directly to him and got a response, so I had to assume on my own that that was him. But whenever I didn't give a lead in to Barbara, I didn't tell her anything. I just said, "I have something. I want you to listen to it." And um, she did know Captain Mankey, and she had met him and heard his voice. And so, you know, her question to me was, you know. <laughs> How did you get Bill's voice on your recorder? Right. It's like and what then you I do as a paranormal investigator. <laughs> yeah, and then I explained. She goes, "Wow, you know, because she, you know, I didn't tell her what she was going to be listening to, but then when she heard his voice, you know, she, you know, was able to positively, you know, ID his voice for me, and she's actually heard it. So." Yeah. yeah, that's great to have that kind of confirmation. Somebody who that actually knew him say that's his voice. So interesting question from uh, Tom McNicholas. I know Donna's throwing some others up here. Um, thank you for Cheshire. I guess I guess she put in there earlier she is doing the Cheshire cat chat. So that's cool. Okay. So <laughs> you're shenanigans, you shenanigate the chat. She Cheshire cat chats the chat. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so Tom McNicholas, I was asking about Shauna hearing your spiritual guide through EVPs, if that was possible. That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> maybe. Whenever he asked me that question, I tagged uh, Donna Gordon, mm -hmm. I tagged her, and I tagged Missy, and I tagged Donna Nunley, and I tagged Vanessa. I tagged everybody, you know, because... I mean, I personally wouldn't know my spirit guide if it walked up to me. <laughs> you know, everybody keeps telling me, oh, you need to do that. You need to meet. I, I would love to, you know. I yeah. personally wouldn't know who it was. They'd have to tell me, you know. Um, I've seen spirit. I've, I've seen, you know, I've seen all kinds, you know. I've seen all kinds of, um, and I've heard, you know, so, but I, I never know. You never know. So, um, and then Tim shown, what's the scariest EVP captured to date? Let me play that. 
And that one is going to be from the Haunted episode. So this was before I met Shauna. This is a chance to reveal yourself, and we command you by the holy powers, by the angels that visit this house. This is a chance to reveal yourself, and we command you by the holy powers, by the angels that visit this house. Okay, so I used a couple of my photos to lay out the scene because, you know, I'm not really supposed to use their video clip. Uh, but that is my EVP. Now, the weird thing about this is that if you watch the episode, it's Monster in the Closet that was on The Haunted that aired on Animal Planet. It's now in syndication right now. You can actually watch it syndicated in France well, as well. So if you want to watch me speak in French, which is really weird because <laughs> it's a third person's voice over me in French, um, you can do that too. So the show depicted that we got that die EVP while we were investigating. You know, we investigated that place like five times. Of course, the show only showed us investigating it once, and they said that we got the die EVP there, which wasn't true. Uh, we got all kinds of EVPs while we were investigating. We got that die EVP when um, Talison had come into the house. She was the, the girl that was having all kinds of problems with the uh, red-eyed entity in her closet. She had come in to use the restroom, and then when she was done, she was talking at something at the wall, basically saying, you know, why are you here? Why do you keep doing this? Et cetera, et cetera. And so and this was happening in the master bedroom. So Carl Johnson, who's with us, goes in there. We were doing a cleansing of the house anyway. So he starts doing a blessing over her, and that's when she doubled over in pain like that, and I got that EVP that said, die. She ended up falling to the floor. We picked her up. She was okay uh, a, a moment later, and then we had all kinds of other crazy stuff going on, like the back door started blowing open, the... Uh, Trifield meter that we had set up by her closet where she was getting a lot of the activity started chirping like crazy. So a lot of things going on at the at that time, but that die EVP was right there where she got punched in the gut. So obviously something nefarious and nasty, the entity that we were trying to push out uh, was physical with her right there. So that would be for me uh, my scariest EVP to date. So it was just a the EVP itself was menacing. Uh, nothing happened to me. I was a witness to all of this, uh, but it was definitely, you know, something that was, uh, you know, happening physically to her. Uh, so, and yeah, you guys are saying that uh, it sounds really creepy. Yeah, it was. It was definitely very creepy, and I, and I don't know why they moved that within the show because it's definitely extremely powerful where it was placed. So. Um, okay, so from Donna, per Kala uh, Spears, or Kayla Spears, is it possible water noise thins the veil to make it easier to hear? Well, that's a good question. So, well, I mean, water itself is is charged, so that's why it's usually, that's why we usually consider it to be a good conductor for paranormal activity. Wouldn't you agree, Shauna? Yeah, I definitely... <clears throat> I've noticed that places that are near or on bodies of water um, tend to be a little more active. I mean, look at Mineral Springs. The river's right there. The boat, you know, the river's right there. Um, I can't really say that about Vandalia, but, um, you know, I, I know that I've 
water is definitely a good conductor. I think in the case of the fountain, um, it's kind of like another form of white noise, a way to kind of, you know, I think that the spirits, you know, might be using the water as energy. Um, but I think for us, it's, it's more of a, a white noise type of thing. Um, that just kind of sets the, sets the mood for, you know, opening up a little better so that you can, you know, hear what they're saying. Usually there's so much outside noise, right. you know, that if you focus on something like that and it kind of helps you open up the channels a little bit. So, um, water's great. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Have to agree. So thank you for all the uh, hearts down there in Periscope. Definitely appreciate it. So another one that is uh, mine that I wanted to throw out there, just because it's it, it's an interesting discussion piece, and that is we had just investigating uh, residents, and we're just setting up, and this is where I caught this EVP, and really for the rest of the night, we didn't catch much of anything at all. So I'm going to go ahead and play it, and you'll figure out why we didn't catch uh, much of at all. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was the only daughter and not working. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was the only daughter and not working. Yeah, so one entity saying to another, one spirit saying to another, one ghost saying to another, whatever you want to call them, we shouldn't talk, we shouldn't talk. So they have an idea of what we're about to do, that we're going to go in there and try to interact with them and make this plan not to talk to us. <laughs> so, um, and we didn't get much at all that evening either. So it it worked. The plan worked. So it it is a question that gets thrown at us, Shauna, uh, from time to time. You know, do these spirits know that there are other spirits within there. Do they interact with each other at all? And I think this is one that shows that they, in fact, do. What do you think? Um, I have, unfortunately, all of the EVPs that I have are not in my possession, or else I would have proof of that also. Um, at the cafe, we were constantly trying to get Byron to interact with us and there were some times that I felt like we needed to ask permission you know especially bringing toys and stuff like that and so um, we did ask permission you know and then you know we could hear him uh, chattering kind of talking um, I was using real-time you know like the amplifier the real-time mm -hmm. audio um, so I could hear just everything that was going on and then um, I heard Byron uh, say something, and it was up. It was up at the end, so I could tell it was a question, but I couldn't hear his words. And then um, I hear a, a man whisper, like "Take a deep breath and let it out," and then say "Go." And okay. then the next thing I hear is him running, and I hear a little giggle, and then I hear the uh, we had a, like a toy train at the bottom at the foot of the ramp which always makes noise when someone steps on it so we heard that um the creaking of the ramp and then could hear you know him every once in a while but the train never moved it sounded like you found it but it never moved on hmm. our end interesting so that uh, that's always been my question 
you know, I mean, I know that they see and I know that they and I've seen them move stuff before, you know, but is it always, you know, going to be that way? Or, you know, can they sense or see can something be in two places at the same time? Right. Be manipulated on one side, but not be visible, you know, on the other. I it sounded like you found it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely very interesting. And. Yeah, can two pla- can um, be in two places at the same time, you know? And I've had that question thrown. You know, can they haunt two different locations that are you know, you know, many miles apart or whatever? So I think that kind of plays into it as well. But um, what is? Oh, okay, I missed something down there. Um, but yeah, so that's an excellent question. And I should note that um, we're playing. We have the miss you from Shauna, but we're not playing a lot of Shauna's because her computer is down at the moment. So, <laughs> so we're playing from our collection and I had the one from Shauna already. So, and again, thank you for the hearts down there in uh, Periscope. So there are some others uh, EVPs. If you look on YouTube, um, the group that I was in before with my friend Rita was called Calhoun County Paranormal. If you um, do a search of CCP Rita, and look at her channel, that's got a lot of our cafe EVPs and, um, well, there, there's a bunch. Yeah. Um, not just of the cafe, but, of, you know, other places too. So. so this is an interesting question from Tom. Do you ever play EVPs in reverse to see if anything is there? Um, I tried that a few times a long time ago. So get a clip of something that, okay, there's something there. I can't make out what it's saying. And yeah, try it in reverse to see if it's if it's in reverse. Um I never got anything doing that, so I just I stopped trying. I only did it a few times and you know, there's so much material that you go through, so you end up making decisions of what you're gonna try and what you're not gonna try. So I haven't tried doing that in a long time. But Shana, I don't know if you've tried that. I've never done that, but I have played EVPs that I've captured for spirits and asked them, you know, on the follow-up trip, if that was them, you know, who's mm-hmm. this that I'm talking to? Oh, like, yeah. you know, we were just here. I asked you this. I asked somebody this question and somebody answered, who mm-hmm. is this? <laughs> yeah, because you know? that, that works like a trigger object, like, you know, bringing in a photo of somebody that's supposed to be there, you know, so, yeah, that using a uh, EVP like that, you could go in there, use that as a trigger object to try to generate more EVPs. <clears throat> So, um, thank you, Donna. Um, per Mary Caldwell, is it possible for spirits to come through an area that's not a floodplain? Sure. Sure. I mean, spirits come through most anywhere. So, yep. Um, floodplain. I guess what we're saying with that, you know, like with, um, Shauna, where you're originally from, Campsville, which is definitely a floodplain, it's... Mm -hmm. Uh, more conducive because you have some different elements there that help you out like the water helps uh the limestone bluffs there by campsville help and i mean so you imagine water limestone bluffs all kinds of stuff is going on there so those things help but you can get activity in places that are not as well so or um it used to be a floodplain well sure uh, again um anywhere i mean what you may get from some place that used to be a floodplain are EVPs that relate to the water. So, you know, somebody may be talking about 
the water, you know, um, that, you know, maybe it's, it's a dried up waterbed now or out in the desert now, but it used to be a floodplain. And so you may get some odd EVPs that are like, why are you talking about water? There's nothing around here, but you know, there used to be. So it's just, that's just taking the history into context. So <clears throat> since we're talking about Campsville, um, I got a couple from the grade school. And so the first one is not what you would call an EVP because it's not a voice, but it is an interesting audio clip. So we can talk about some other audio aspects as well. And Shauna, these are the footsteps. Upstairs. I know. Upstairs. That's what I mean. I'll play that for you guys a second time. Okay, so not an EVP, but interesting audio evidence because we were hearing those footsteps all the time. I mean, they're very, very distinct. And that led us on a merry chase to go and try to find what may have been there before that had a second floor because that building doesn't have a second floor and those footsteps were coming from upstairs. Shauna's father got us into the, the attic up there and it's just you know, rafters and blown insulation. There's no flooring up there whatsoever just for somebody to be walking along to make footsteps. So, Shauna, you've investigated there uh, many times, and it seems like you've always heard those footsteps there. Yeah, um, and that was another thing, like uh, Donna Buxbaum, who I don't know if she's in chat or not tonight, but um, when she went there with me, uh, she heard them too. So, and she was like, you know, well, what's up there? It's like, well, there's nothing <laughs> up there. It's just crawl space. It's rafters. It's, you know, there's, there's nothing there. Um, you know, and in research found that there wasn't, you know, as far back as we could go and we still couldn't find anything. So it had to be something that was there uh, before it was documented, yeah. you know, and who knows, you know, how you would find it, you know, at that point. Um, the high school, you know, uh, had two floors, uh, but it wasn't right there on that property. So, yeah, it was adjacent. It was off to the to the side, but it did have two floors. So that's one of the questions that we've thrown out there: was is it possible that some spirit that may have been maybe back when the high school was there, it was haunting the second floor? The high school goes, and maybe it because this other building is over there it sees it it goes over there and starts to haunt that you know so the energy shifted over there i, I don't know um, because the building that's over where the high school was it's only got one floor too right yeah because they ended up yeah they ended up putting that piece on there i guess originally to be your cafeteria <laughs> it was my first and second grade classroom oh, it was a classroom and a okay and cafeteria. and cafeteria okay all right yeah, so it's really, really kind of hard to say. Um, I would like to lean more toward the undocumented building, you know, just because, I mean, yeah, energy and spirits can, can move around. They can shift from one place to another. That, that 
particular idea just seems a little odd in that case, you know, because of the fact, yeah, there is another little building there. And I don't know what kind of period of time was between them tearing down the high school and then putting that little addition on there. I have no idea. So, um, Donna Gorn saying never knew Shauna attended there. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, <laughs> and Mary saying instant thought is residual. And yeah, that's pretty much, um, and Sean Gilmore saying the same thing, residual footsteps. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what we are thinking is that they are residual footsteps. Anytime that we've tried to address what may be going on up there, gotten zero response. It's always just the footsteps. Uh, the issue is there's never been a second floor to that building. So, you know, and just going back through the documentation that we do have, there's a high school there off to the side, not exactly where that building is. There was an archaeological dig at that site back, I think it was the 20s, Shauna, if I'm recalling yeah. correctly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they basically put the school on top of the archaeological dig site. But before that, we haven't been able to find any records of anything standing there before. I mean, there was a one room, another schoolhouse there. Um, but it only had one. It was much smaller. Um, and it had like a bell, bell house, you know, bell tower. Um, I remember seeing that in one of the books uh, that Emerson had. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was just, it was smaller and it was just one story. Um, and then they were going to put, you know, the current school there and then, but they had the dig going on and that went on, you know, for a little while because, you know, they were finding stuff. So, um, and then they had to, you know, and then they, and then they put the, the school on top. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, Sean is, yeah, Sean is suggesting maybe it's the spirit of a kid who was like the kid on the never ending story would hide up there to read and get away from the bullies. Um, the, the problem with that is this isn't like an attic from a like a Victorian historic house or something like that. It's basically just you have to use a ladder to get up there. The um, the little hole is up in the ceiling. It's just rafters and blown insulation. So there's no there's nothing there for anybody to really hang out in. And there's nothing to walk on. So it, it just... <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. So, all but we right. don't really classify that as a haunting. No, we don't classify it as a haunting. It's just residual energy that's but playing back. In other parts of the building, there is definitely some intelligence there. There's some intelligence there. I do have another clip from the from the gym, in which um, there's an indiscernible voice. And then as you get whatever buzz and take off, you hear bye. So let's play that clip. I appreciate you making the sound again, but I was in a different place this time. Can you stay in one spot and do that so we can find you? I'd like to talk to you. Oh, my God. You all right? What did you feel? throw it back there and then I got a headache and then I started coming towards this way and the headache went away. Okay. So, yeah, I remember that one kind of, that one troubled you and you actually went to a place that already you don't feel good at. 
Yeah, I don't like that back area at all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the energy kind of buzzing around. I wouldn't say that I was, um, I wasn't scared of it, you know, and I wasn't, uh, it, it was just, whatever it was, wasn't happy. Yeah. Um, it was, but it, it, it was strong. <laughs> And, and it was just, you know, not, I was no longer comfortable to stand there uh, with it. You know, I wasn't worried for myself or worried, but just, um, it's not like being sick either. It's just like, uh, it's just a negative feeling. Like your body just feels bad. It's almost like being sick, but not being sick. You don't have the symptoms, but you're just like blah, you know, and you just want to get away from it. So um, but I, unfortunately, I started walking towards. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking towards a spot you don't like <laughs> to begin with, yeah. Yeah, so. I, I don't like that area back there. Yeah, and people are saying they heard the buy Tammy Heights mid Zippy. They're saying they heard the buy. Um, so we, there are a couple of questions here about the archaeological digs. So um, Mary Caldwell is asking. So the dig could have stirred them up and B three airspace. What was the archaeological dig for? So. Uh, there's a lot of uh, Native American culture in that area, and so this was a archaeological dig site uh, for Native American artifacts, which are on display at the museum there in town, and I, I guess in storage a lot around there too. From uh, oh, what yeah. you've told me, <clears throat> um, there is a very large uh, storage facility right next to the Campsville Landing slash convenience store there and as you're going out of town north towards the Goldenrod. Uh, um, real it, qu- real quick, you have to explain the yelling in the background. People are asking about it. Oh, yeah, that's that's my son. <laughs> Doing a little gaming back there, getting excited. If you hear profanity, I apologize. <laughs> He's 16, you know, I really would rather that he didn't uh, do that, but, you know. You know. So, in any case, so, yeah, the uh, the Archaeological Society, which has a number of buildings in town, you're saying, and you've told me before that, like, the building where the artifacts is is haunted with whatever is attached to the artifacts. Oh, I've, I've got to be honest. If you, if you walk up to the building and just get in its general vicinity or touch it, you can just feel the buzz just coming off at you. Um, I know that, uh, at one point, you know, for, a, for a summer, I was, um, doing housekeeping and cleaning for all of the archeology, span uh, buildings, all of the dorms, um, the labs and stuff like that. And it would not be, um, uncommon to see one of the students with like some of the artifacts, uh, or like a skull or, a you know, and be like, whoa, <laughs> you know, walk in and see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, every every single one of those buildings, you know, but especially that storage facility, man, that thing's got a lot of stuff in it. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's it. I I don't even know. I mean, I've been on the outside of it and touched it, you know, but I've um, you know I've been told that there's just you know shelving just boxes just you know cases just all kinds of stuff you know (laughs) displayed in there and you know there's there's a dig site behind the bank you know like if Mm -hmm. you go like archaeology day they have in the summer um they'll 
give you a, like a tour and let you see and even actually dig in the dirt and do, you know, where the actual active dig sites are. So, um, and there's several spots. You know, which is kind of interesting because they have a, like, what is it, an archaeology days there? Yeah. So, I mean, for a small town, you know, what, 300 people? Um, they have a lot going on there with archaeology, and it's, it's great that they embrace that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they even, if you go to the CAA, the Center for American Archaeology website, um, you can sign up, you know, as a student. Or, you know, you can sign up and take their courses and stay in the town and and do the digs, you know, whenever they do them and, and everything. I mean, it's a little pricey, but mm -hmm. I'm telling you, if you go do it, you know, just for that and you're kind of into the paranormal too, every single one of those buildings is crazy haunted. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he's having a good time in the background, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him and like four or five of his closest friends. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, B3 Aerospace is saying, I have to say, Mike and Shauna, those are the clearest EVPs I've heard in a long time. You go, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. We've got some good ones over the years. Um, I'll have to get access to the, to the other ones. Or you guys are just... You'll have to go to the the CCP Rita YouTube channel because I've I've got to be honest I um, and we just stick them up there just as they are you know they just get loaded in you know put on the channel um, and that's it there's no we we didn't enhance anything I mean it just it is what it is you know if there's out you know background noise there's background noise but you know we've got some pretty good ones on there like full sentences and all kinds of all kinds of goodies. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. This one is uh, from, I guess it's come from Donna. T test digs happen prior to construction. Uh, they do these days. So back when that construction happened, um, there weren't those kinds of regulations. So the, the dig itself happened back in the 20s. The school was built in the later 1930s, so they, they weren't digging prior to constructing the school. They were digging to dig for archaeological artifacts, um, and then they ended up putting the school on top of where they dug, basically because they had open space. You know, it was I, I, to, to me, that's always been kind of weird, because I mean, you can see the terraces in the back from where they did the dig, and then... You know, basically the school's put in it, so you imagine the basement is like right in in the dig site. The um, the uh, gym floor is right there, level with one of those terraces. So it's I, 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 <laughs> to me, it wasn't a smart idea to do that, but I don't think they thought of those things back then. Um, so um, yeah, it's it's not world okay worldwide law, but no, not in effect back then. Right? Yeah, it's it's. Back then, it wouldn't have been. Um, okay, so um, we're at our hour mark. Um, let me throw another one at you guys, because we've had a little back and forth on what this particular EVP may be. Um, I know Shauna's even had her sons listen to it to try to figure it out. Uh, so this is from the Jacksonville house, up in your favorite room, Shauna. So <laughs> we'll throw this at you guys real quick. 
What do you guys think? I mean, I hear the word tomorrow in there. There's some other words that seem it seem like they're in there. So it's like it's like a full sentence. Um, Shauna, I don't know if you remember what you thought it was, but this is that room where you we refer to it now as um, the Jackson the uh, Jacksonville. What do you say, Jacksonville feel or Jacksonville buzz or what? What your term for it? Yeah, I. You know, anything I feel, I always compare it to that now. Yeah, down there in Periscope, uh, she's suggesting it's hot out. <laughs> Maybe. But, yeah, you, you tend to have this, like, Jacksonville buzz is the what you related yeah, to. Yeah, because there was, I mean, <clears throat> that one room, you know, and it's not as bad now that there's stuff in there. But uh, when it was empty, God, I mean, it was like... It's like if you drink, you know, a lot and you just really start, you know, buzzing, like it, it was like that. I mean, it was like being hooked up to something with like this big charge and it was just really bad in some spots where you just had to walk away from it. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it was like that. It had that just low level of that kind of energy in the house and in, in those rooms and in the house. But there were just certain times whenever it was just almost unbearable. Um I mean, that next day, you know, I, I was almost hung over. I mean, it was, I, just the amount of energy and uh, for as long as it went on. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that, yeah. you know, the stuff that we caught there. So we have um, a couple suggestions here. Samuel Hall saying, I heard, or thinks he heard, I will see you tomorrow. Uh, Mary Caldwell saying I heard tomorrow at the very end, like it asked for them to come back tomorrow. Patricia Newton is suggesting, suggesting why don't you smile? Um, somebody just, I missed it down in Periscope, said drained you, something about draining. Uh, so Sean G, Sean Gilmore is asking us to play it again, so we'll play it again. play it one more time. Okay, and Amy down in Periscope is saying that she agrees that it's tomorrow at the end. So and that's and that seems to be the general consensus is that tomorrow is the final word. Um, Jen K is saying sounds like come back tomorrow. Zippy Davis is saying I'll see you tomorrow. So um, Katie Palmer is saying gone tomorrow. So something tomorrow. <laughs> I think, we're, I think we're we're all in agreement on that. So so Sean Gilmore saying why are you smiling? So there's another one with smiling. So I'm not sure I hear smiling, but um, yeah, Sean is saying he doesn't hear tomorrow. Everybody else is saying they hear tomorrow. See, this is like one of the really interesting things about doing this is how different people hear different things. 
So, and see, I could throw that one up there too. Let me let me do this one too because I had this in the queue. Um, you know which one I'm gonna do. So this is from um, Black Bear Cemetery, and I was out there. We were, we had already finished up the investigation. Uh, the two other people I were with were already back in the car. I was just walking through the headstones one last time, and I caught in this really weird EVP. So. Uh, Discord threads are saying on the morrow. Interesting. Okay. Keep it warm. Keep it warm. So what about that one? What'd you guys hear? I always hear my teeth are warm. <laughs> so I'll play it one more time for you guys. So what do you think of that one? <laughs> Sean Gilmore saying he blasted his TV too. That's funny. <laughs> Discord threads is saying I can't get warm. I always hear teeth. I, you know, some people have told me that they they hear I can't get warm, but I never hear the get. I don't hear the k or the g sounds. I, I don't hear those sounds in there at all. I hear the t. Which I guess would be the end of can't maybe is what you where you're getting the t so I don't know I, I've been I've been listening to this EVP for eight years now <laughs> and I always get my teeth are warm so um, B3 airspace is saying uh, keep it warm K Paige Lee is saying keep warm interesting keep warm Andrew Cox keep it warm so. Now we've got a mix there. Okay. But nobody hears teeth. Okay. <laughs> I hear teeth. I don't know. Uh, Imla Buddha 61 can't get warm. Samuel Hall is can't get warm. Okay, interesting. I just... I don't hear the k and I don't hear the k. But you guys do. So there you go. All right. So I think that'll be... You know, I'll, I'll play the last one. There is one more, I think, left here, right? So, actually, there's one from Liberty as well. We'll just do them real quick. We have them here. So, we got a, we got a few minutes, right? Sure. All right. So, this is the other one from that same cemetery, a different investigation. And you'll hear me making an observation about the grave. You'll hear one of the other investigators say, hmm. You know, kind of, of course, you know, just like saying, yeah, you know, kind of as I'm describing, and then you hear an affirmation from somebody else <laughs> of what I've described. So, uh, oh, that's up here at the top, okay. The second marker for John right here from the, uh, from the Navy. So he's got two markers. There's a second marker for John right here from the, uh, from the Navy. So he's got two markers. I always liked that one. So basically, I'm just making an observation that he has two different headstones here. One is basically his civilian headstone, and then he's got the military one. And as I make that observation, Dustin, who is with us, says, hmm. And then you hear the spirit say, correct, just basically affirming the two headstones. So um, I always really like that one. And then um, 
And then Sean is saying he likes the show, very interactive, listening, likes listening to EVPs. So, yeah. So you can thank Tom McNicholas for the EVP idea. This was, he asked for this show. Yeah, and you guys heard correct. Yeah, it's pretty, that one's pretty distinct. And then our last one, this one is at, um, Shonda, this is when we were um, chasing the, the kids at Liberty High. So there's a, basically the bang from the bathroom, and then we caught a voice in the bathroom. Oh. Hello. That was big. Hello. How are you? Well, are you in there? I mean, I don't want to, you know, if you're doing your business. <laughs> so, yeah, we caught Find Me there. Um, and basically we were, I mean, Shauna, it was like all up and down that hallway. We kept seeing movement from one end and we'd go down there and then we see it back at the other end. And at one, when we were there, um, by those bathrooms at one time, we hear the bang of the stall door and then the find me EVP. So that was kind of fun trying to basically play hide and seek with them. Yeah. It, and then, you know, there were the two rooms, you know, side by side and then, um, the one of them had a lot of energy in it. Um, and then, and then the same thing, like we were getting ready to wrap up and then it was like, Oh, hello. <laughs> you know, I mean, but yeah, just, you, you could tell it was a kid of some kind. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there was definitely uh, a bit of chase, you know, going on. It's like, no, we're here. No, we're over here. You know, now we're over here. So it was just like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then finally, it was just like, look, you come over here. I'll go at the other end, you know, and see what happens. So. Interesting. B3 Airspace is saying that she heard, get out, then find me. Interesting. I'll have to listen back through for the get out. <clears throat> yeah. So Zippy says, got to be happy. They got some interaction. Well, absolutely. Um You know, getting that type. I mean, that's what we're there for. We're, we're there to, you know learn about them, interact with them, and anything that they tell us, you know, is, is potentially a moment that we can learn something. So, um, yeah, we have a great time with that. So, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. Um, thank you for the hearts down there at Periscope. Do appreciate it. So, that was all the ones that I had lined up. Discord Threads is asking, any places not to miss at St. Joe's? Um a little off topic, but for St. Joe's, I would say you do not want to miss the third floor of the uh, the patient wing. So that has the labor and delivery, and it has the psych ward. That was a that's my favorite floor, yeah. hands down. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on there, and really, anytime I walk in there, I do get a, a very creepy feeling. You know, I was in there alone what, a couple weeks ago. And I was doing a lot on the second floor because there was uh, a part of our video where it looked like somebody was just like very briefly peeked around the corner. So I was investigating down that hall and I wasn't getting anything. So I decided to go up a level. And it was like just, like I said, I was finding the second floor, walk into the third floor. It's like, hmm, okay, yeah, something's here. It's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, Per Susan Stack, thank you, Donna. Um, do you ever get scared? <laughs> I do. Shauna does. I do sometimes. Um, you know, but 
there's a lot of times, you know, if there's if the energy is just too strong and it, it just uh, it, you know, I I deal with vertigo anyway. Yeah. You know, but whenever something's really close and the, the buzzing, you know, and the tingling and everything starts, or just sometimes I just can't hang, and sometimes it gets really strong. Um, sometimes at Mineral Springs, I get a little, you know. I always want to make sure I have certain stones, you know, on me to kind of deflect that a little bit. Um, because if I don't carry anything with me and just open everything up, um, I have to have blinders on and I have to have somebody behind me because um, I can't look in my peripheral at anything. I can't. It just feels like there's constantly, you know, uh, so that kinda, that's disturbs me a lot. Question down there in Periscope, um, I think it said Jennifer Lopez, so J-Lo, <laughs> um, <laughs> asking about do we do live investigations like on Periscope or YouTube? Yes, uh, we do our live investigations on YouTube. In fact, we just had one on this past Friday at Madison Seminary. Uh, we, Whenever we do Mineral Springs, we go live from there a lot. We've done live investigations from Ohio State Reformatory, a, a number of different places, so Milton School. So, yeah. Yeah, we try to go live whenever we can. Uh, we also have on our YouTube channel a lot of other just full investigation videos. Of course, there's the shows that we have, Edge of the Rabbit Hole, Inside the Upside Down, and we have Friday Night Ghost Frights. But, yes, we do live investigations as well. So subscribe to the channel so, and hit that little bell. There you go. Like Shauna said, subscribe, to the, <laughs> subscribe to the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel. So youtube.com slash Haunted Road Media. Um, and as far as me, as far as getting scared... I haven't been scared during an investigation. Well, it wasn't an investigation in, in any case. <laughs> I'll say that. I have not yet been scared during a paranormal investigation. <clears throat> uh, I did get scared when I was younger as a kid because I was a kid and things were happening. But And it's kind of funny. We had Brandon Kreitzer on here a couple months ago. and. <laughs> He was, what was he doing? He was like trying to say, oh, maybe I haven't been on enough investigations. And I, I, I like Brandon. I've known him for years. But it's like, dude, I've been in, I've been doing this type of stuff for 25 years. You know? it's Brandon's just, been scared. So, you, <laughs> yeah, well, there's an audio of that somewhere. Yeah. Him screaming so, like a girl. Hey, I got to, I got to, uh, highlight this. Sean Gilmore down there saying, I don't like to ask if they know that they are dead or anything like that. I absolutely agree with you. Completely respectful. That's one of the reasons why I like investigating with uh, with Shauna. Uh, I've hooked up with EVP a couple times there. Um, yeah, uh, we don't address that at all. And yeah, it is. Please, I'm just gonna say if you're at the uh, like, I have no control over public investigations, but if you're there with me and you know, don't ever ask that in front of me. I'll call you out. I really will. I'll be like, what in the, what in the world? Why would you even ask? You know, you shouldn't ask. You should never ask that ever. I'll call you out. I'll pull you aside and I'll tell you that we don't, we don't do that. No. Okay. Some of them may not know. Right. You know, exactly. And yeah, so I don't ever, it, it, it may be, and it may be a very touchy subject with them. You know, it, they may know, um, and it may be very, um, I don't want to say, upsetting to them, you know? So it's, I don't talk to them about their death. If they want to let us know, then that's fine, but There's I won't address that. Yeah. There's you just ask what happened here or something like that. 
you know, I or you know, <clears throat> I heard that something you know bad, you know, negative might have happened to you. Are you? Can you tell me what happened? Yeah, there's you know, ways what around happened it. To but... you, there? you know, there's there's definitely ways around it without asking. Yeah. I've been um, in the unfortunate presence of somebody who just sat there during an EVP session and just was. And we're we're at a cemetery that the people their graves had been desecrated twice over, and he's sitting there saying, "Well, you guys know you're dead, right?" You know, it was just the whole. It was very condescending, very wrong and disrespectful, and just, I was done. Like I'm not gonna say out loud who that was, but if I ever meet him someday, <laughs> it's all right. Oh yeah, so, he's gonna know it. Um, question from Kayla Spears. And we'll wrap it up here in a minute. But uh, Kayla Spears' question. From my understanding, spirits won't talk about or answer questions regarding the afterlife. In your opinion, why do you think that is? Do they have rules or something keeping them quiet? I think a lot of us speculate that. Of course, we don't really know for sure. But because of the fact that, you know, we'll ask all kinds of different questions. They'll talk about, they'll, they'll give us names. They'll give us, um, you know, descriptions of different things. They'll give us history, whatever. One thing they don't give us a lot of information about is the afterlife. Even though we'll ask those sorts of questions, we don't get it. I mean, I think the closest we might really ever get sometimes are like temperature, like it's cold or something like that. Um, so there may be some sort of rule in place that we don't know. Is that? Oh, I've got one. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> I've got one that happened at the cafe. Um, when we were talking about... Um, and it was a new voice. Uh, there were about seven different voices there in the cafe that you could hear at any given time. And you could tell the difference from all of them. Uh, so there was a new one on there. And we were talking about one of the more creepier things that had happened uh, in the evening and where we finally um, grew a set and went back in the building. It was a little creepy. I'm going to be honest. I didn't want to go back in. Uh, but we went back in and we were talking about what had happened. And... Um, Somebody uh, asked, uh, the EVP was, why are you afraid of ghosts? <laughs> so, I mean, um, it, it was maybe somebody more modern, mm -hmm. you know, um, that, <clears throat> I mean, who knows? Well, there, there's paranormal investigating going on back in the 1800s. There was. It's not what it is now, but, you know, I mean, in that building, we could date that building back to the late 1800s. So, um, or I take that back, the property, you know, that we knew what was going on on the property back then. The building was in 1902. So, or 1905. 1902. <laughs> uh, but, you know, why are you afraid of ghosts? Well... There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, I know we had another one up here. Uh, okay, per Tina the best. Uh, how do you tell if a spirit is negative or not? By the way that they are with you. You know, basically, if they were a jerk in life, they're going to be a jerk in death. So, as you're interacting, you'll figure that out. You know. Yeah, there's... You know, it's just like being around a... Um, a human, you know, in reality, like mm -hmm. someone that's in your realm of existence, um, you can tell if someone's an asshole or not, you know, or just by the energy or the way that they act. And it's the same, you know, 
the same on an investigation too, really, because there's times where I'm just like, you know, feel great. Then there are some times I, you know, feel kind of sad, you know, it depends on, you know, who's around me and projecting that um, emotion. And then there's other times where it's just like, I cannot hang in this room, you know, something is right. and it's either angry or it's just, you know, negative or it's just, you know, whatever it is, you know. Yeah, that's um, when you start booking to places where you don't usually like to go. Yeah, I mean, the pool at Mineral Springs is a good example. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of hit and miss there for me because, you know, most of the time it's good. But there is also some really nasty energy down there. And, um, you know, you can hang, I can hang for, you know, hang for a while, you know, down there. But then afterward, after a while, it's just like, no. Yeah, yeah no. there's that, there's that creeper down there. Um, JLo, Jennifer Lopez 14 down in Periscope is asking, around what states do you investigate? So, Shauna and I, even though we are together, we are, for the moment, apart. <laughs> so, so she's in Illinois, so we do a lot of stuff around the Illinois area. I'm in Ohio, so naturally I do a lot of things in Ohio. We do things in between as well. Uh, I do a lot of traveling, so um, I've investigated all over. You know, um, you know this this year. Let's see, where am I headed? I'm headed all over this year again. So um, Virginia, Rhode Island. Um, where else am I going? Um, Iowa, because we're setting up something with Matt Bennett. Uh, they've asked me to do something down in Arkansas in August. So, yeah, <laughs> we're all over. Um, all right. So what else we got? Um, looking through the chat here. I thought I had seen one other thing. And or maybe I didn't. I don't know. Um, oh, Punk Guy, Fun Guy. If, if they are still on Earth... They are not in the afterlife, per se. Um, well, they are, because they're no longer alive. So that would, whatever state that they're in is after their life. So it's just, there are different areas of the afterlife. Apparently, you know, one of them is still here on Earth. Another, I mean, we don't know. That's what we're trying to figure out. So is there... You know, people talk about crossing over, so is there, if if that happens, you know, is there a place that they go to? What is that place? That's a that's another part of the afterlife. Um, if you believe in reincarnation, do you reincarnate straight from the moment you die here? Which I don't believe, obviously, because we interact with these spirits all the time. Or do you go someplace first and then reincarnate from there? So then that place would be a part of the afterlife. So, um Ever been to the Roth House in Watsika, Illinois? Shana? Um, no, but I am going to be looking it up as soon as I get done with this. There you go. There you go. Um, I know you've done quite a bit throughout the state, so um, I'm, I've been a little bit more limited since we've only been together for a couple of years. So, <laughs> All right. So... Um, I guess that will be it. We'll go ahead and wrap this up because I don't have any more EVPs to play and our show ended 24 minutes ago. <laughs> um, and, then, and, then Sean's, and then Sean's throwing out questions like, uh, is this different levels of hell? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man, now we're going to get into uh, spiritual and religious <clears throat> conversations. Great topic for another time. You know, maybe we'll do that then. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out for this long. So an extra extended edition of Inside the Upside Down EVP episode. Uh, for those that tune into the podcast of Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey, which includes the Inside the Upside Down episodes, uh, you'll notice I did not include last week's episode on the spiritual photography because can't do photos on a podcast. <laughs> so I just skipped that. But I put some original content out there to you know, for you guys, it's a little different. Um, but this one will be going up onto the podcast here within the next couple of days. Also, there's an Edge of the Rabbit Hole podcast, and all those are on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that. Um, of course, this will be made available um, as an archive out here on YouTube, so you can go back and watch this later, just depending on where you are. You know, it may be better to watch, maybe better to listen, but it'll be available in multiple formats. So there you go. Uh, thank you, as always. Um, Shauna, anything that we need to let them know before we sign off here? Maybe the um, you want to talk about the event real quick? Um, actually, since you're coming out to Illinois, everybody should watch for a live. We should go live at some point, <laughs> uh, depending on what we're doing. So we do have a project that we're working on that we're not going to talk about because that will be released later this summer, but it's a multi-part project. Um, basically a series that we're starting to put together. It'll come out later this summer. But since we'll be together for, what, four or five days, something like that, yeah, we'll go live at some point. So, um, yeah, Zippy, you should be able to show pics on there. I can't show pics on a podcast. <laughs> it's just <laughs> audio. <laughs> uh, funny. All right, everybody say goodnight. So, again... Thank you. Uh, the event, so, because um, that's what I asked you about, not about going live, silly. Yeah. <laughs> so, June 9th. I'm tired. I know. June 9th, Alton, Illinois, Hotterra Media Paracon. It's at the Middle Springs Mall, Middle Springs Hotel, whichever one you want to call it. So, we'll have, we're having a bunch of Hunter Road Media authors out there. We're having, well, Rob Gutro, who was our guest uh, earlier today, is going to be there. Chris Sutton, Lee Ehrlich. Um, Adam Tiller, all kinds of people are going to be there. And then there's the paranormal investigation later that night. So um, I know a lot of you have already signed up, which is great. But if you haven't yet, check it out. The Hunter Road Media Facebook page, which has the event. And then uh, you can also get all the information at HunterRoadMedia.com. So, all right, everybody. I'm Mike. That's Shauna. Till next time. Wait, we, we got to go back. We got to go back. Mike screwed up. Mike screwed up. Because I saw it. I saw it. Hey, I was looking at chat, but you know, it was a little easier. <laughs> Shout outs. Oh, my gosh. Because, yes, it, we're tired. And it's we're an hour and a half into the show. So, <laughs> okay, we'll do shout outs real quick. So we got to thank Tom McNicholas for the show idea. Did we have, did we have super, we had super chats in here. Yeah. So super super chat superstars Tom McNicholas and Andrew Cox. 
Thank you for the, uh, both of you guys had $10 super chats in there. Really do appreciate that as always. So, um, all right. So Donna, thank you for being our Cheshire cat, uh, doing the Cheshire cat chat. <laughs> uh, guy, thank you very much. Jen K. Um, that's Linda Miller, Commander Gaming. Thank you very much. Samuel Hall, thank you. Um, you guys have some Commander great... Commander Gaming. Oh, that's, that's Connor, isn't that's it? That's Connor. Hi, yeah. Connor. Hey, Connor. <laughs> that's my loud gaming son. Yeah, so you heard him earlier. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, Katie Palmer, thank you. Uh, Andrew Cox, we got Donna, Tom, Tina the Best. Uh, thank you as well. Zippy Davis, thank you very much. Uh, one of our deep down the rabbit hole uh, Patreon patrons, as is Beat 3 Aerospace, Tom McNicholas, um, Grizz, Pamela Queen, and BD Flint. Thank all of you guys for being fantastic uh, deep down the rabbit hole Patreon patrons. Um, M. Labuda61, thank you very much. Sean Gilmore, hey, EV, uh, EVP, thank you. Um, <clears throat> the Ectovision Paranormal spells EVP, and this was an EVP episode, so there you go. Thank you, <laughs> Sean. Uh, Cheryl Midkiff, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Serenable, thanks for joining again. Diane Hilbert, thanks for hanging out. I know you're in the East, so that's a late night. Susan Sack. Jen Kay. Uh, Kayla Spears. Chipper Terry. Uh, Mary Caldwell. And who else do we have? Paige Lee. And uh, see, Haunting History. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. <clears throat> uh, Vegas Ghost Girls Paranormal Investigators. Thank you very much for joining us this evening live. Uh, Patricia Newton. And uh, Lenora Martinez, Tim Schoen. And I'm going to scroll back down to the bottom. See if anybody else is up in here that I haven't mentioned. All right. <laughs> I think I've got just about everybody. If I missed you, sorry. Of course, it's late. <laughs> and I have to pack because I'm leaving tomorrow. So, all right. You guys have a great night. Now we'll do this correctly. Until next time.